0: Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Thank you for choosing to tune in with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center through this mini-sode. Something that I say very often on my podcast is: come back to yourself, come back to your heart center, honor yourself. And in this way, I really emphasize the self. Even when I type online and share posts to social media, anytime I write the word yourself, the S is always capitalized, as if to make the self its own entity. And this is all to highlight how important our self is. Tuning into ourself, recognizing that we are our own person, and more importantly, how do we connect with ourself? All of this is done through self-awareness, Something that society has stripped away from us in conditioning, titles, and setting standards that are not realistic for each and every individual, as every individual is different. So before diving into the research on self-awareness and the positive outcomes it has on our lives, which I will touch upon later, I wanted to speak about self-awareness in the sense that I share about it on my podcast, which is a remembrance A remembrance of who you are before society told you who you should be. Again, tuning into the unique things that make you, you, and remembering your true essence, what you were born into this world to do. In the way that I share about self-awareness and connecting with yourself, I believe that the way you are with yourself is the way you are with everything and everyone around you. That's why it's so important to identify yourself, to know yourself and the ways in which you connect to yourself. Everyone in the world is trying so hard to be somebody. Let that somebody be you, who you are in your own essence. Let yourself shine. So aside from any titles, any roles in society, any expectations, here are three ways becoming more self-aware has helped me in my life. On my mini-sode called Integration, I shared that the relationship you have with yourself sets the basis for every other relationship you have. And so given this, the more you love yourself, the more you open yourself to fully understanding another person. So for example, in any relationship, it's never just one person, it's always two people. And one of those people includes yourself. So getting to know yourself, becoming aware of what makes you happy, what you enjoy doing, what are your preferences, and how you communicate with people, that'll project and influence all of the relationships that you have. And you control that projection. Not every projection has to be a negative one. Second, self-awareness helps with work-life balance. Let's visualize this for a moment. Imagine your arms stretched out in front of you, palms facing up. On your left hand, we have work. On your right hand, we have life. What's in the middle of it? Yourself. You are sitting in between your work-life balance. So in order to strike that balance, we need to figure out what makes you, you, what you enjoy, what's important to you, and what you need to strike that balance. The key to keeping balance is knowing when you've lost it. In moments where you're out of balance, you are of service to no one, including yourself. If you can't cater to yourself, who can? And lastly, becoming more self-aware is the key to connecting to your highest self and your purpose. Now, this relates to how you show up in the world, what you value, and what you're put on earth here to do. And we are all here for a divine time together for a divine purpose. So the more that you become aware of yourself, your talents, your gifts, even your weaknesses, you are... You are closer to showing up as this highest version of yourself. The fully expressed version of yourself already exists. Tap into it within yourself. As you tune inward and you learn yourself better, the things that you're naturally drawn to, pay attention to them. These are often connected to your passions and your purpose in life. On my mini sode called SYNC, I talk about the intuition and physical signs around you as nudges towards your intuition. Listen to your intuition. Be your own guide and healer. This is what I mean when I say you have everything you need within you. To try to find what you believe you're missing in a person or a drug or a vacation is fruitless and will only leave you with more questions and a larger void to fill. Tune inward and allow yourself to come alive. Now, at the beginning of the mini-sode, I did did promise to share the research outcomes of becoming more self-aware. First, it makes us more proactive. It boosts our acceptance and encourages positive self-development. Two, self-awareness allows us to see things from a perspective of others, practice self-control, work creatively and productively, and experience pride in ourselves and our work as well as general self-esteem. Third, it leads to better decision-making. And fourth, it can make us better at our jobs, better communicators in the workplace, and enhance our self-confidence and job-related well-being. So overall, you see that being self-aware has the potential to enhance virtually every experience that you have in life, as it's a tool and practice that can be used anywhere, anytime, to ground yourself in the moment and realistically evaluate yourself in the situation and help you make good choices. So by now, I'm sure you're convinced that being self-aware is truly beneficial. So how can we become more self-aware? Well, there are three practices that I know for sure are a great way to become more self-aware. One of them is practicing mindfulness. So you're off to a great start in listening to this podcast. The second is journaling and reflection. You may have heard of this. There's a term called automatic writing, where you can open a book grab a pen and just start writing anything that comes from your heart without judgment. And this can be difficult for some because, you know, it's easy for the mind to slip in and to make it seem as if you're not writing about something or what you're writing isn't true or you need to have writing prompts. So if this is for you, definitely working with some reflection questions will be helpful rather than automatic writing. So some of the questions can look like at the end of your day, reflecting overall, how did I feel today? What did I do well today? What can I improve on today? What are my goals for tomorrow? Through your journaling and reflection, you're looking to process your thoughts through writing and record your inner states of being. And a third one that I think is really beneficial is asking for feedback. So oftentimes we feel alone in our self-development or our development of self because. That's just it. As ourselves, we are just one person. However, look around you. There's a community of people all around you, whether at home, at the workplace, at school. So tap into these resources and ask for feedback whenever you need it. And if this is something that's out of reach for you, another way to gain this feedback is through actively listening. Listen to the way and how and what people are saying to you. More often than not, you'll find your answers by listening rather than talking. So overall, I hope that by sharing how becoming more self-aware has impacted my life personally, the research on becoming more self-aware and practices that you can do to become more self-aware have inspired you to build a practice of your own and think about things more mindfully as you move through your daily life. Essentially, these are all simple practices to return to the simplicity of your existence before the labels, titles, and frills were added along the years. I invite you now to take a moment of mindfulness with me and tune into your body we do this by tuning in to your breath. Notice the pace of your breathing. Allow it to slow down, bringing your body, your mind, your soul to a state of rest. Allow yourself to be fully present in your body by tuning out any sounds, any distractions, Just be here for now, gift yourself, presence. Deeply inhaling and exhaling, letting the day go, or whenever you may be listening to this. Any thoughts in your mind, simply observe them, allow them to pass, as these are only natural. Now we'll continue with a scan of the body, starting with the feet, noticing any feeling in your feet, in your legs, breathing into these areas, envisioning your breath traveling down to the tips of your toes, up your calves, covering your legs, bringing this simple awareness to the lower half of your body. And now moving upwards, noticing your hips, any feelings in your abdomen, in your stomach. Breathing into these areas, feeling your belly rise, and fall on the exhale. And now continuing with the scan, taking note of your upper body, your chest, your shoulders, allowing them to relax, becoming aware of any sensations in this area of your body, breathing into these areas. And noticing your arms, any heaviness or tenderness in your arms. Breathing into your arms, down to your fingertips, allowing your fingertips to curl upon relaxation. And now bringing awareness to your face, relaxing your facial muscles, relaxing your eyes, your eyebrows releasing any tension in your jaw from allowing your tongue to fall away from the roof of your mouth. And through this simple visualization, you've brought conscious awareness to your entire body from your toes all the way up to your head. Being fully present in your body and being fully present in any situation is the greatest gift you can give to yourself and to others. For this present moment is all that we have for sure. as you bring your awareness back to your surroundings, may slowly open your eyes. Allow these feelings to settle in your body, anything that may have come up. Take notice of it. Take notice of how you feel now. And know that this is accessible to you at any time by tapping in to yourself. May you find peace and presence in the week ahead. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Namaste.